Welcome to Watching the Game. I'm your host, Idris Mohamed Kudaymi, joined by Oda Isa, frequent guest, Yasser Kudaymi, and first-time guest, Yunus Rukh. What's up, my guys? What's up? What's up? Uh, so, another, another great NFL Sunday in the books. Week three is almost over. And, wow, I mean, uh, a lot of close games yesterday. I mean, counting one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine games that ended in one that ended with the deficit of one possession. Pretty crazy. This week lived up to the hype with all the crazy matchups. Uh, let's start with the, the game we were all watching. Um, I think the stupidest football game I've ever watched on so many levels. Um. Bears beat the Falcons thirty to twenty six <laughs> somehow. Dude, you I think tell me how that the fact that we won this game just shows that the Falcons are absolutely awful. We beat the refs. Jerome Boger yeah, is the yeah. worst NFL referee I've ever seen. Let's talk about that controversial catch, or actually called interception between Allen Robinson and the, the Falcons' number one corner. I mean, I thought that was going to be just. That the call was gonna stay, um, what it was. It was a touchdown. That was terrible. Right. In it was terrible in so many ways, dude. Oh, it wasn't even the thing that pissed me off the most. What pissed me off the most was the two roughing the passer calls. That totally oh, yeah, made sense. Like, Akeem Hicks, like, well, he did nothing. All he did was tackle the guy. Somehow, oh, yeah, rough in yeah, the past. You're not allowed to look at the quarterback anymore. It's against the rules. Mario Edwards' one was just as dumb because it's not his fault that your O-line couldn't block for you and that your head ended up falling down because of it. Like... You have to think, like, logically, oh, yeah, this is not possible for the guy to pull his head out. Uh, real, the real story of this game, two stories, actually. So, first, Nick Foles comes in for Mitchell Trubisky. If he stays healthy, that could possibly be the last time Mitchell Trubisky plays for the Bears. Indeed. I mean, I think this is a very smart move on Nagy's part. I know it was a, um, basically a debate over the offseason whether Trubisky is going to get the start or Foles. And I kind of understand why they stayed with Trubisky, but I, I feel like his era is over. I gave him the benefit of the doubt, but dude has just been getting chance after chance. And this is his fourth year still making rookie mistakes. That interception in the third quarter was just, I don't know what he saw there. I got to say, though, they took him out when he wasn't doing that terribly. You know, yeah. like, I think... I think it was just like that interception was so but like it was just the last straw. That's how bad it was. It was just the last straw with him. Yeah. Yeah, that's what um that that made uh Matt Nagy frustrated. I mean, you can get away with the short throws, but then sooner or later you're gonna have to have an explosive play and then he just wasn't connecting on them. They had the side by side where they ran basically the same play with Miller. And then Trubisky overthrew him, but Foles hit him perfectly in stride. So, 
Foles looked good, except for the few, the few plays where it was just like, I mean, bad, bad dump downs. The first two drives were just to get him ready. Really? And get him Honestly, technically, technically speaking, he threw five touchdowns in the second half. So it's not going to be this easy for him again, though, because like Falcons yeah. had a bunch of injuries. Plus, like, like, when you're desperate, when you're that desperate, of course you're going to be able to pass it that well. But like um, no. next week, next week will definitely be a good test against better. against the Colts defense that I think is pretty good. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they had uh, pick six uh, yesterday against Sam Darnold. Yeah. And we talked about this last week when the Falcons lost to the Cowboys. But again, how in the world... Fire Dan Quinn. Not still still employed. I don't understand. He should have been fired after 28-3. After 28-3, he should have been fired. You're expected... When you're literally expected to lose every game... That you're up multiple possessions and something has got to change. <laughs> he definitely should have just been fired after the twenty-eight to three. How does this happen two weeks in a row? Me yeah, I mean, so again, you- if you, I mean, yes, it is the head coach's fault, but also the Falcons' defense is pretty knocked up. I played a role in it as well. Yeah. Could you about AJ Terrell testing positive and then somehow no one else on the team testing positive? That's guys. It's that, yeah, I feared that. I mean, because they didn't post right. the game. I feared that, that. that, that, that kind of. We're not scientists here, but I mean, I've heard that it is possible because it's like. Listen, but don't they wear masks during the practice? Or like face coverings, maybe not like proper masks, but it's not like they're together the entire time, you know. Even uh, if they're I just, around, I just around. hope they're not lying to us. That's that's all I'm saying. Even if they're around Terrell, people don't even get tested positive until like a couple days after. This is true. Who knows? Yeah. Anyway, everything as well. So, so as for the Bears, they're three and zero. They still have some flaws, but I mean they are three and zero, and then one of three. The schedule is tougher from here on out, and then for the Falcons, well, zero and three, injured, blowing leads everywhere. It's already looking like their season is over. Though can't really say that after just three games, but it is bad. Um, let's see. So, the next game we'll talk about is the, um, CL, uh, Dallas game. So, uh, Russell Wilson continuing his MVP campaign. Oh, my God. This guy is so good. And he should have had, what, six touchdowns yesterday? Not five. But DK Metcalf decided, oh, I'm not going to score on this one. DK sold the bag. I mean, I believe this year... Wilson will have the best quarterback, uh, best quarterback stat year in NFL history, even better than Mahomes' fifty year, a uh, fifty touchdown year. He's he's gonna throw for fifty touchdowns. I don't I don't know if he'll break the record, but he will throw for fifty touchdowns to me. Um, I mean Seattle's defense though, I mean, needs to be better. 
a lot better. Yeah, you can't let that like they gave up. They gave up two deep touchdowns to this to Cedric Wilson, who I had never heard of before yesterday. Like, how does that happen? I think they called him up from the practice squad. That's bad. <laughs> and the pass rush just hasn't really been there. Jamal Adams has been great, but, like, they're still struggling. Jamal Adams didn't play uh, the second half, didn't he? Oh, yeah, he did get hurt half. later. In he the got game. injured. That, what, did he get hurt before they started making their comeback? If that, then I'm not as worried. But, you know. But that was a dirty play. The, the, the dude that did that needs to get fined and suspended. That was like he, he. That's unacceptable. The way he like twisted it, twisted his leg. Yeah, great game for Lockett. Um, Dak has Dak threw for four hundred plus yards again. Honestly, in terms of like MVP rankings right now, I would put like one Russell. Two Rodgers, three Dak, four Josh Allen. I mean, so far, all four of those guys have been absolutely amazing. I think you put Josh Allen over Dak just because the the team's record is better. Uh, yeah, maybe, but uh, even I, yeah, I don't think I'm not too worried about Seattle's defense. I mean. They've still been playing some pretty solid offenses so far. And I'm sure, um, like, I, I've been saying this about teams in general, but most of the defenses will struggle early on just because of the limited offseason. Yeah, their fitness Typically level has been down. Mm. So that's why when people are like, oh, yeah, say the Bears' defense is struggling or um, what else? Who, what are the – Seahawks defense struggling. I'm like, just a few weeks from now, we'll be talking about how they're one of the better teams in the league. Um, how are we feeling? Do the Cowboys are the Cowboys still the favorites in the NFC East? I mean, yes. Hello, that division is yeah. so bad. I mean, like, look, you have Haskins, you have Daniel Jones, and you have Carson Wentz. Dak is the better out of all of them. Somehow Philadelphia will be second. Even, even talent-wise, this team is so much better than the other three teams in the division. It's just can they put it together? Because right now, somehow, some way, the, the Washington football team is in, is in first place right now. So, yeah, really, it's not going to take much uh, at this point. I believe an eight and eight team can win this division. The yeah. way. The way it's looked through oh, three games. So exciting. Eight and eight. Oh, Those bombs. Oh. Should kick them out of the playoffs. NFC least. But that's but, why they should just make it seven overall spots. Each division should doesn't deserve not all divisions deserve a team to make it to playoffs, especially the NFC least. All right, moving on. Let's talk about the our next game. Um, the Rams and the Bills. 
And I was so ready for the 28 to 3 memes. I was so ready. Same. Yeah. Fortunately, Josh Allen and the refs, maybe? Dude, yeah. I don't know if you guys saw that. Yeah, that uh, was That pass interference call was awful. Now, that's fair, but there was a ridiculous... I, I can't exactly describe the play, but it was really weird. They gave the Rams an interception when it was, like, clearly a penalty on them. They still gave them an interception. So people were saying, oh, yeah, evened out or something. But, I mean, obviously people are going to remember that last play more. Yeah. Just contact. Like, man. Did you see Kyler Murray yesterday? Three picks against Detroit. I mean, yeah. Like, and okay, so... I just realized, yeah, the NFC West a couple losses yesterday. That's kind of unusual. And, like, uh, and the 49ers won, so it opens the door for them. So, yeah, so the Rams are down 28-3. to They look terrible against the Bills, who look amazing. And suddenly they're coming back, they're coming back, they're coming back. And then they take the lead, and everyone's, oh, my God, the Bills really blew this game. We're going to hit them with the 28-3 to memes. And then they end up winning. I gotta say, I don't. I, Josh Allen is like heard me and is proving me wrong right now, and I don't like it. <laughs> A lot of people doubted him. He's like, he's like what we wanted Trubisky to be, low key. Honestly, is um, and the Bills right now are looking like. Pretty decent contender in the AFC. Now, not on the level of the Ravens and Chiefs, but I mean, you could say they're kind of up there. I don't know. I think I like the Patriots still. No, I think Buffalo will uh, end up being the division leaders in the AFC. I'm not betting against Bill Belichick. <laughs> and still has to get used to this offense. When do they play each other? Um, I don't think it's for a while, don't they? It's like after week seven. I see. Hmm. And I, I don't think they can beat either one of those teams, but, you know. Three seed is definitely possible, especially considering the way the um, teams in the AFC South aren't playing exactly great. Mm-hmm. Um, the Rams, the Rams are still. I think I can. I, I can still see them making the playoffs, especially with how banged up the Forty ers are. Yeah, easily the best. A lot of talent. Could even get four. Yeah, that is that is possible this year. I mean, I don't, I don't think they get four just because I think, uh, I think the the Bears and Packers was gonna make it there, and then the the Buccaneers and Saints also. So that's the only reason I think they won't get four. I know for a fact that the NFC East won't get two in. 
So it's basically the three wild card spots are between the NFC North, the NFC South, and the NFC West. Yeah, I feel you. I think um, LA's gonna get a wild card spot. Did you, you think Philly? LA, LA. Oh, I was like, did you watch the first three games? Respectable. I think, honestly, no, like, I think the Rams will just miss it again. I, I think uh, San Francisco will come back and they'll be like, they'll have a vengeance, you know. I mean, half their defense is out for the year, or not half, but like Joey yeah. Bosa. I mean, Nick Bosa. It's like. The main defensive players are missing, so that mm-hmm. defense is going to be lacking a lot. You can't trust Garoppolo to carry this team, I don't think. So that's why I think they'll definitely drop off this year. All right. Um, let's see. The next game, Saints-Packers game, Sunday night game. Packers won 37-30. Uh, both teams played without their number one receivers. Uh I just want to say before, Alvin Kamara's beast mode touchdown was amazing, especially considering the fact that he was the only the only above average weapon the Saints had all night. I mean, he evaded five tackles there. He's a freaking beast. Kamara needed to step up and I feel like whenever Thomas is in there and he plays, uh, Kamara is usually mediocre. But I mean, if he could reach his high potential and play with Thomas, I feel like they they'll have something down in New Orleans. I feel like this game kind of scared me as a Bears fan watching the Packers still have a lot of success moving the ball despite not having Devontae Adams. Yeah, well, the Saints the defense and really and Aaron Rodgers' arm all at all. Yeah, pissed off Aaron Rodgers is not what I want to see. The Saints' defense is really struggling, too. I mean, so they played 34 points to the Raiders and then 37 points to the Packers without Devontae. I mean, not exactly what you'd expect from a team a lot of people thought were Super Bowl contenders before the season. Yeah, I agree. Janoris Jenkins seemed to be struggling a lot. Mm-hmm. That is ridiculous. Then, like, I know Drew Brees hasn't been great, but if he's putting up 30 points, you can't really be, can't really be blaming him for that game. No, yeah, 100%. He, he wasn't take, was he taking shots? I mean, more than the Raiders game, yeah, not a lot, but even then, you still would expect... That, in my opinion, there's no way you can blame this on the Saints' offense. In my yeah. opinion. Like, yeah, they did their job. They got the points. I don't know. The Saints are 1-2 and two right now. Now they beat the Buccaneers. So that's good. But... They get the Lions next week. They'll just beat up on the Lions and recover. I mean, Detroit got their defensive backs back. Did you see yesterday's game against Arizona? 
Yeah, Jeff Okuda. I mean, that could be an interesting game. Two one and two teams, but the Lions look better now. Won yesterday against the Cardinals because I threw three picks. We'll get to that in a second. But if the Saints can beat them, they can get back on track. Then I mean, I don't know. I I thought they'd go like thirteen and three before the season. Uh, I'm questioning that right now. We consider for your prediction to go right, they'd have to go twelve and one. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, Packers defense is also struggling. Like, this is what I'm saying. I know it's another example of what I've been saying. Defenses are going to struggle early on. Soon enough, they'll be doing better. But, you know, that's just how it is right now. Mm-hmm. It's almost like. In the NBA, right? Because, like, in the beginning of the season, they're not as, like, conditioned. And then, like, as they move in, like, close, like closer to the end of the season, the postseason, they're, like, in tip-top shape. I, I feel like it's almost that kind of situation. So, like, once they hit, like, the middle of the year, I mean, they'll be fine and all the defenses will be back to normal. And then, like, all the dominant defenses that you're used to will, like will continue being dominant, unlike they have been in these first three weeks. Um, so, Saints, like we said, played the Lions next week. They should bounce back. Um, the Falcons play the Packers. How big of a lead will they be blowing next week? How many points do you guys think Aaron Rodgers is putting up against the Packers? I mean, all against the Falcons. Um, at least having four TDs. It's going to be... It's going to be uh, 41 to 28 with two minutes left, and somehow the Packers will win 42 to 28. 42 to 41. Isn't that uh, next week's Monday Nighter? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of disappointing. I don't know, man. Grady Jarrett could just shut that running game down, possibly. Um. All right, let's run through the rest of the games. Um, first up, the Cardinals uh, Lions. So, like we said, Lions won 26-23 on a game-winning field goal. Um, their corners came back yesterday, and yeah, they had some success against Kyler. Though, to be fair, Kyler didn't have a great game yesterday. Uh, Three picks from Kyler is just unacceptable. My opinion, for a guy that the, everyone was like big on, and he just comes out and throws three picks this week. Yeah, Kyler's a contending MVP candidate. I mean, yeah, he was. Definitely can't deny that one. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. If the, I mean, they also got Galladay back. I forgot about that. So maybe maybe the Lions will look pretty good the next couple weeks. We'll see. Uh, let's see. Next game, Steelers 28, Texans 21. I think the Texans were up like 17-7 in this, in this one. But, uh, and you know. And, um. And Brown, Brown, and Brown. Brown. <laughs> 
to be fair, they're 0-3, but they've also played all undefeated teams. I give so Houston I like- that, but still, their performance wasn't... They, they could have performed pretty better. Yeah, they could have done better, but um, still, they had to lead that game. They probably should have won. Again, and they then, played the Steelers' defense, and they're a top five defense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, they might be the third best team in the AFC right now. I, I think I would say that. You know, probably be third best. I agree. Um, oh, what were you going to say? So who, who do they play? They played the Giants week one. Who did they play week two? Giants week one. Denver. Last week they played Denver. Denver, yeah. And then Denver was banged up and they still had a close game. I don't know. I'm not sold on the Steelers yet. Mm. Right. Uh, Uh, next game. So Titans beat the Vikings thirty-one thirty. Another game-winning field goal by Guskowski. Vikings are on three. I not great. I mean, they looked people, better though today, or not today, yesterday. They looked much better. Dalvin Cook finally got a great game, but then Derrick Henry had a great game too. Hang of it now. Justin Jefferson went off. Finally. Cousins got back in his room. What do you have? Like seven catches, 170 yards? Crazy. So Titans the Titans have a less less point differential as a three and team than the Bears. So I guess the two worst three and O teams, the Bears and the Titans, and they play later this year. Yeah, but the Titans had three game-winning field goals. Oh, this is fun. Um, next week is O and three Texans against the O and three Vikings. Oh my God, I don't even know what to expect from that game. I think the Texans would win that, but still, I think it's gonna be a good game. Two desperate teams. Very desperate. Very Uh, desperate. The Eagles and the Bengals tied. They didn't lose. They didn't lose, though. I was watching that overtime, and it was just so, so frustrating. I mean, like... Just, like, come on. Ridiculous on so many accounts. I, th- I think it's time to give once. Uh, I mean, I, th- I think it's time to bench once and put Hertz in. No, that's a ridiculous take. All these people saying that—that's ridiculous. Wentz has still been great over his career. He hasn't been very good lately, but like, can't just do that. It literally makes no sense. But yes, it does. Just no. listen. He's been bad. Do you like? He's just been bad. I mean, look at the other side of the ball. Joe Burrow, a rookie, threw for his second straight 300-yard game. He doesn't. He doesn't stop fighting. He wants to get Cincinnati that W. He's hungry for it. 
Fucks. He wants it bad. And he should have got it week one against the Chargers. Uh, we got sold though. Cincinnati's right. defense is lacking there. Cincinnati's defense and O line very lacking. Uh, let's see. And then um, Colts blew out the Jets thirty six to seven. Uh, yeah. No surprise. Fire, yeah. fire gaze. Colts look decent. Um, Colts look, look decent. Defense is on point. Oh, if only like Adam Darnold. was here so I could bully him about his Colts take. Like I feel like Darnold will have a much better game this Thursday night against Denver. Like it should be a close one there. The Broncos have so many injuries and yet they're still gonna win. Like it's gonna be one fun. of those games where you put two like bad teams or two struggling teams and they make a good game. Like it was with uh the Browns and Bengals, that was a good game. Uh let's see next game. Uh the Browns beat the beat Washington thirty four to twenty. No surprise here, if we're being honest. Washington played kind of well, but Haskins turned the ball over four times. Not good. Yeah, you can't win when he does that. Uh, I still believe in Haskins. I will continue to believe in him until the end of time. Interesting. When do you think it's time to go back to Alex Smith? It's never time because he's going to bounce back. It's going to be great next game. They got to put in Alex Smith for at least. They got to put Alex Smith in for a couple of plays so he can get comeback player of the year. Haskins basically skipped the part of his career where he learned from a starter. He went straight on to being the starting QB. I feel like... Oh, and who does that remind me of? Mitchell Trubisky. Right? Imagine bringing Mike Glennon into... To... Mike Glennon equals Case Keenum. <laughs> no, Case Keenum's better. Case Keenum has a playoff one. Man, if you think Case Keenum was the winner of that game. Alright, whatever. When he threw the ball to Diggs. The Minneapolis Miracle. Better than Mike Glennon than he ever done in his career. Anyways. Apparently the Texans are expected to sign Earl Thomas. Interesting. Dude. It's not going to help them. As much as they probably think. But it will help a little. Alright, uh, last couple games. Uh, see, the 49ers blew out the Giants 36-9. to uh, Even with all their injuries, the Giants Giants and the Jets are the two worst teams in the NFL. How do you score nine points against practically a B team? To be fair, their B team is pretty good. Alright, but still... <laughs> The Giants, everything is terrible. <laughs> what if they, like, proposed the plan to combine the two New York teams because they're just, like, so bad? 
they would still go four and twelve. Oh, yeah, I'm not saying they would be good. They would be better than they are separate, though. You get Danny Dimes throwing to honestly. Oh, they would still be so bad, dude. Right. Uh, Rex Burkhead went off as the Patriots won 36-20 over the Raiders. Kind of upset by this. I thought the Raiders would at least put up a fight. It was. They let Rex Burkhead destroy them. At, uh, how, do you, how do you let Rex Burkhead go off on you? Out of all people. That's bad. Mm -hmm. But uh, the Patriots did what the Patriots do. They shut down Darren Waller and they forced someone else to step up. And no one really did, so the Raiders lost. If you look at the Cam Newton stats, they were pretty poor. He could have done a better. He wasn't as good yesterday as he has been, but, uh, you know, he'll have a couple of those games. It's fine. We're not stupid uh, people. Uh, Buccaneers beat the Broncos 28-10. And no surprise here because the Broncos are a B team again. Buccaneers. Who did? Wait, Tom Brady did play really good today. Or yesterday again. Can I express my hate for Scott Miller? Last week I had him starting in two fantasy leagues and he got two points. This week he would have got like 10. He had three receptions for 83 yards. But starting Scotty Miller is, is basically a hit or miss. <laughs> um, and then last game, the Panthers beat the Chargers 21-16. to Um. I'm kind of surprised the Panthers won this early, but... The Chargers are kind of bad. Chargers should be 0-3. Justin Herbert had uh, so much expectation on him after that close game against Kansas City. I feel like that played a factor. Good. I mean, this just goes to show he's not quite ready yet. Mm -hmm. Not quite. He has time. I don't think. I don't think anyone expected anything crazy from the Chargers. Let's see when Tyrod gets back from um situation. What whatever that stupid doctor did. Uh, <laughs> that concludes our NFL segment for today. Uh, before we get to our college football games from this past weekend as well. Uh, we're going to make, me and Eunice at least, are going to make some MLB playoff predictions because that's happening now too, randomly. Yeah, so tomorrow, playoff start. Not, I'm not allowed to make play, uh, MLB predictions. That's racist. If you guys knew anything, I would bro, maybe consider. Don't test my MLB knowledge, bro. Awesome. I'm going to fill out a perfect bracket right now. Okay. Anyway, um, so we got 16 teams in the playoffs this year. I hope it doesn't stay this way um, forever, but they could increase them. Let's see. On the NL side of things, you got the 1-seed Dodgers against the 8-seed Brewers. Uh, 
feel like Dodgers take that all the way. Milwaukee. Is, the, is this a best of one or a, or a best of three? It's a best of three. Best of three. Oh, okay. So, uh, Dodge, Dodgers has a three. Play. Milwaukee established themselves at the end of the year, but it's not going to be enough to beat the Dodgers. They have Christian Yellick, so they're going to win at least one game. Yeah, see, look at me with the baseball knowledge. I'm going to slap you. Uh... <laughs> Oh, they have no chance against the Dodgers. The Dodgers are just too good. Um, Dodgers in two. Playoff Clayton, Ker- Clayton Kershaw. That's all I need to say. That'll come later. That comes later. No, no, trust me. Playoff Kershaw comes later. All right. You got Mookie Betts in the mix as well. Unfair way they got him. Um, Let's see. Four Padres against fifth-seeded Cardinals. Uh. Cardinals are. I got San Diego in this one. San Diego has the swag, the Miami Heat of the MLB. Who's on this yeah. team? I've, I I don't know anything about these two teams. Tatis, the main one. Machado's been great. Made a couple of deals for pitchers at the deadline. Yeah, have Hosmer too. Oh, they have the Tatis and and Machado. Yeah, those are two t- two names that I recognize. Which means they're gonna win the series. Problem with these three game series is that they could easily slump and then just be out, you know? Yeah. This is true. It is what it is. Uh yeah, Padres. If they make it through Dodgers, Padres would be a very fun series. I feel like this game is gonna go to three. That's possible. Who's on uh, the Cardinals? Anyone notable? Molina's last year. Yeah, I believe so. I'll tell you what, Dexter Fowler will hit three home runs in this series. He'll still lose, though. Uh, three-seed three, three seed Cubs against the six-seed Marlins. Um, the Marlins somehow made the playoffs, even though nobody expected them to. I thought the Marlins were completely and utterly awful. They were supposed to be. Yeah. And then they had their entire team like had COVID at the beginning of the year, and they, somehow they made the playoffs. You tell me how. Yeah, they're a surprising team, but I doubt they'll beat the Cubs. Yeah, I mean, the Cubs have been struggling, but they found their rhythm over this last weekend. I think they're finally going to go on a run. They'd probably get the best matchup they could because they've been struggling, but they get to play this weird Marlins team. So, <laughs> I mean, that could happen. Um... Let me see. One second. Just the Braves and the Reds in the 2 7. Do you hear me? Uh, Bra- the Reds are kind of going to lead the way. Slugging the ball is all they need. But Castellanos, bro. My man is a beast. I mean, he is a beast, but that's not going to be enough to beat uh, the Braves. And Trevor Bauer has been great, but uh, I think this one will go three. Yeah. But, yeah the series and the Padres Cardinals will go three. Yeah, I think that I'm with you. Uh, let's see. Then on the AL side of things, you got the one seed. Tampa Bay Rays 
against the eight seed Blue Jays, Toronto. The Blue Jays have uh, someone that's really good, right? They have Vlad Guerrero. Yeah, yeah, that dude. Love that guy. But they're also not that good of a team. Yeah, overall. So I would say it would be pretty surprising if the Rays blew this. Tampa was a shocker this year. Nobody expected them to be number one. Yeah, I'm with you. Let's see. And then then we got the four-seed Cleveland against the five-seed Yankees. Is this like a really good matchup? Um, wait, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Can I see this? Coach Doc Rivers is out with the Clippers. Oh my god, no way. Doc Rivers is out as the head coach. Bro, why did we hire why do we hire Billy Donovan, man? Who I want. I don't want I don't want Billy Donovan, bro. I want Hey, Billy Donovan will be too. You want a guy who you got? You want a guy who was the uh, the only coach in in NBA history to blow multiple three one leads. You know who's gonna pick up Doc Rivers? The Rockets. Ooh, that could. Hmm. D'Antoni to the Sixers and then Doc Rivers to the Rockets. I mean, that'd be interesting. And the Clippers got stuck with no coach. Who the hell did they hire? Jim Boylan? <laughs> <laughs> if they did hire Jim Boylan and won a championship. Seriously, I'm trying to figure out who they would hire. Like, I know Rivers, like, he choked that series, but I'm so confused about who they're going to That was on the players, in my opinion. Like, you can't blame Doc Rivers when the players play off. Why couldn't they fire him, like, two days ago so we could get it was not two days. It was like a week ago. Why did they wait so long? That's weird. Yeah, whatever. Interesting. I guess it was a tough decision. But back to baseball. <laughs> Never thought I would say that. <laughs> Yankees, Indians. Uh, Yankees in three. Cleveland is good, but I mean, the Yankees have all that power. I'm rolling with the Indians only because they're from Cleveland. Oh. Um. All right. Last two. Um. Three seed Twins against the six seed Astros. Twin sweep because the Astros are cheaters. All right. I'm just calling them right now. Yeah. Screw the Astros. Twins are number one seed in the AL Central. I take him on the sweep over Houston. Houston isn't even that good this year. They didn't even get to thirty wins. And then lastly, uh, I saw number the, two. I saw stats of like the the when they were cheating versus this year when they got exposed for it, and like everyone dropped off. I don't know if that was just because I don't know if that was a coincidence or not. I'm but. Sure as hell isn't a coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Altuve hasn't been uh, been getting it going. Their pitching isn't that well. And then um, the last series, 
number two seed Oakland A's against the White Sox. I know the White Sox have been struggling, but I mean, they're just probably so much better than this Athletics team. And the A's lost to the Mariners a couple days ago. So, yeah, and the Athletics are down Matt Chapman since the beginning of the year. They only probably have Olsen because they're only big player. So, I mean, as much as I say it's going to be a sweep, it's probably going to go to three games. Yeah. At least they play a lefty first, so. Louis Roberts going to go off. Giolito uh, on the mound, possibly another number. Giolito on the mound, plus we face a lefty. Yeah, we'll definitely win game one. Then, then we got Keiko on the mound, game two, I believe. That was Kuchel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you pronounce his name, right? Keiko, Keiko. No, it's definitely Kuchel. Right. Um... Anyway, that'll conclude uh, our MLB segment. Let's move on to our last segment of the day college football. CFP uh, over. <laughs> um, over this past weekend. Some great games, some great upsets. I'm on. I'm on. I'm officially on the uh, Texas A&M bandwagon because oh. Mike Leach. They he did an interview and he said, uh, "If you're not on a bandwagon yet, hop on ours before it's too late." So, was it Texas A&M? Wait, no, not Texas A&M. The team that oh, Southern Mississippi or something like that. The not Texas A&M. The ones that beat uh, LSU. That's Mississippi State. Mississippi yeah, State. Mississippi State. Yeah, I'm an idiot. Yeah. It's Mike Lee, bro. Not to be fair, because Stingley was out. But, I mean, still, Mike Leach's offense in the SEC is going to be unstoppable. Then, um, let's see. Florida was great against Ole Miss. Uh, I, like I said, bro. Playoff contenders right there. First, you have Oklahoma going to the playoffs, and they kind of lost to Kansas State. Yeah, that was pretty upsetting. But, but they lose to Kansas State damn near every year. Yeah, man. I mean, Oklahoma would have to go undefeated from here and get lucky to win. I mean, the Big 12 is looking really bad right now. Texas should not have beat Texas Tech. Texas barely beat Texas Tech, who barely beat Houston Baptist last week. <laughs> you tell me you think that team was a playoff team. Yeah, I doubt it. I said that. At least Oklahoma State won, so they're undefeated right now. Let's talk about Georgia. They beat Arkansas last week. Florida. They had a tough game against Auburn. It's showing right now Florida's number three. Is that... Is this they just came out with one. Um, yeah, Georgia, I mean, they... To be fair, they played with, like, their backup quarterback last week because uh, JT Daniels injured. But he's cleared to play this week, yeah. It'll be a fun game, Auburn-Georgia. Um, Auburn beat Kentucky 29-13. 
think I think Auburn would win that. I actually think it'll be Auburn and Florida in the SEC championship game. Auburn and Florida, interesting. You don't like Miami so far? What they've done? Completely dismantled them. Louisville's dropped the game. Look forward to Texas A and M in Alabama. Yeah, it'll be a great game. Uh, are there any other really good games next week? Oklahoma, uh, Iowa State, maybe. Yeah. Uh, what else? Um, Louisiana is still undefeated. Rooting for them to make playoffs somehow. <laughs> Go Louisiana. Uh, Cincinnati beat Army. I actually thought Army would win. That was a very disappointed game. Uh, yeah. They're playing a backup quarterback, man. Spencer Sanders still injured. I think they still got it. I think they'll be fine. They've got to look better. Um, Whoa! Oh my! I'm looking at uh, not not this upcoming week, but the week after it. There's some amazing matchups: Texas, Oklahoma, Tennessee, Georgia, Florida, Texas A&M, and then the nightcap is Clemson in, in Miami. Oh, I like that one. Yeah, Miami. Miami is looking great right now. They. Maybe they could they could definitely play Clemson the ACC championship game. I don't know if they'll be able to beat Clemson, but I mean this is huge, they, man. If they can knock off Clemson, also forgetting Notre Dame is in the ACC. They're ranked number five right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they play Florida. Well, no, not next week. Uh, do they even play next week? They got no, they they, they delayed that one. Weeks. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They they don't even play next week either. So they got two weeks postponed. Well, that makes sense because they got a quarantine for two weeks. It's shaping up to be a fun college football season as always. Mm-hmm. The big time. I wonder if this year it'll be like, because last year it was like LSU was a lock with Joe Burrow and then uh, Bama had Tua, so they were doing really good, and then Clemson. I wonder if, if, that'll, if it'll be like more like fluid at the top to where like you can make an argument for like eight teams making the, the playoffs. I hope so. I mean, yeah. It seems I mean, like... I prefer it, when you get... Four teams who actually deserve to be there, not three, and then Oklahoma who gets blown out. Yeah. No, so I think saying. it'll be better than that this year. It's more mm-hmm. open. It's definitely more open. Like you see, the ACC could get two. SEC can get two. You gotta, you gotta factor in the Big Ten. It should be interesting. I feel like I say this every year, but this year might be the year that they that makes them look. And say, 
All right, maybe we got to expand it to eight teams. No, I don't. I don't. I don't like that because, like, even then, there's not enough teams that compete in the playoff itself for where you're like, yeah, eight teams deserve to be in. True. But maybe six. Give the first two seeds um, a I bye. Could, that's, that's definitely possible. I like that idea. Yeah. Even then, I've still every year. There's been at least one blowout in the college football playoff, where it's like, you know, why are you gonna expand it until these teams actually aren't getting blown out? Mm-hmm. I think was it the year before last when Notre Dame got in and they just got absolutely destroyed? Yeah. And then last year was Joe Burrow threw scored like eight touchdowns on Oklahoma, and then the one year they beat uh, Ohio State thirty one to zero. For the year Alabama beat Michigan State thirty one zero. You know, like that's why I'm perfectly fine with not making the playoff bigger. But that will conclude our episode for today. As usual, subscribe and follow on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Full NBA Finals preview on Wednesday. NBA Finals preview on Wednesday, plus uh, Monday Night Football recap and uh, maybe some other stuff. Uh, Thank our guests for their appearances today, and we hope they'll rejoin us soon. Have a good one.